how's it going everybody? Gabriel Santiago here. This is the Speaking of Harmony podcast and this is episode 23. Already 23. Wow. Thank you so much for the feedback. Before we go into today's uh, subject, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Activate the little bell thing notifications. This is all my social media stuff. Give it a thumbs up for this video. If you like it, it helps a lot with the algorithm. And also don't forget to sign up for the mailing list. Very important as well. Link description in the video over here. Thank you. So, all these harmonies that we love to play. great harmonies, you know, Brazilian harmony and jazz harmony and stuff like there is something that kind of you know glues them together all these chords there is some some consistency there right and that's what I would love to talk about today you know some people call this the like guide tones or I like to call the melodic axis right you know people call different names but it's just basically the same thing just the principle is that all these chords these diatonic chords that we use even with upper structs and stuff, but that follow some kind of a tonal scheme in a way, um, they all have thirds and sevenths. And if you, you know, just kind of zoom in, you see that the thirds and the sevenths are actually the notes, the elements that kind of connects them and create some kind of a hashtag voice leading in between these chords, right? So if you take, you know, a song like that um, that I was playing before. Brigas Nunca Mais by Antonio Carlos Robin. So the melody is. So the first part goes well. So we have A major, A flat, 7th, outer, G major 7. Sharp seven, sharp five, or flat thirteen, right? So these chords, if you take just the thirds and the seventh, you can pretty much draw the movement of these chords. You know, let me do it. So, so we'll play, sing the melody, and just play thirds and seventh, right? I just played thirds and sevenths, right? Um, a bunch of you guys already know all this, right? But there are a lot of people who don't, and this is kind of like the what of this, right? It just the thirds and the seventh intervals in these chords, they kind of have a strong binding you know they bind the chords together so you can use them as some kind of a, a path you know to voice lead these chords right and usually it goes like this when you have the sequence of you know two five ones and stuff like that and whatever you have this sort of like fifth kind of jumps you know fourth and fifth you can apply this principle meaning if you have like let's say a two five one right to so C major right mm -hmm. 
So if you go to D minor, F is the third and C is the seventh. Right? So when you resolve that into G7, you see that there's always some, some kind of occurrence where the seventh either resolves into the third or it becomes the third. And vice versa, and the third resolves into seven or becomes a seven if the note is uh, kept, right? So in this case, D minor, so F is the third, it's gonna be kept, but it's gonna become the seventh of G, see? And the seventh of D, which is C, is gonna resolve into the third of G, which is B, right? Then if you go back, if you go on and then resolve that into C major, uh, major seven. You see that the seventh resolves down into the third of C, and the third of G becomes the seventh of C. You see? So that's kind of usually how it works. You know, any kind of sequence like that when you have all these fifth jumps in chords, right? A quick example here, right? Seven and the seven over the third, and then third and seventh, thirds resolve into the seven and seven resolve into the third, and then vice versa, and then go on, on, right? So this is kind of the principle: thirds and seventh, right? So if you do that, you can play any kind of standard, you know, Brazilian standard or jazz standard like this, you know, pretty much using thirds and sevenths, right? So a quick example, right? you can go, you know, right? Alto leaves. I just use seventh and thirds, right? Another one, let's say, things you are right you can do I just harmonize everything just using thirds and seventh. And then if you put the bass, you pretty much have the chord figured out, right? You can do that's just thirds and sevenths and the bass, right? So it's pretty easy to navigate chords when you have that figure out, when you're kind of aware that the thirds and the sevenths are kind of like guiding. That's why people uh, call them sometimes guide tones, right? And there is this axis, as I call melodic axis, like just kind of like 
supporting the chords, right? So you can play around with that. And you know, you, you can find different axes as well. You know, this is just kind of the basic one, but just trying to find um, elements within the chord that helps the chord to connect, right? Points that you can use to voice leading. And thirds and sevenths are usually, you know, no brainers. You can definitely use that at will, right? So I hope you liked that one. I'll see you in the next one. But don't forget to subscribe to the channel, activate the little bell, the notifications. This is all my social media stuff. And don't forget to sign up for the mail list. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next one.